Okay. Is your success, um, is it, is it negotiable? Like your vision that you have for yourself over the next six months, the amount of money that you know you want to make, the amount of lives that you know you want to help, is it negotiable? Yes or no? Tell me in the chat box, would you be okay? Would it be a big deal if that didn't happen? Is it negotiable? For me, I can tell you mine is non-negotiable, right? Brittany says, no. Jules says, no. Krista says, absolutely not. Kathy, no, not negotiable, right? Micah says, no, absolutely not. Shayla, nope. Maddie, okay. You guys are all leaders, right? You, you, Ashley says, no, you are a leader. You have been divinely called for this moment in time right now. The vision that you have been given, that's what we're going to be talking about tonight is um, vision and casting a vision, but then pulling it at pulling, pulling it from imagination and pulling it into reality. How the heck do you do that? That's what we're going to talk about. You have been divinely called. I want you to, in the chat box, you tell me if you feel and like what your words are um, for whether or not you feel you have been divinely called for where you are right now with this business, right? With these products, with this team, with this company, with this mission, with everything that's going on in the world, do you feel you've been divinely called for one reason or another? And I want you to tell me in the chat box. Yes, no doubt. Okay. So there is a, I'm going to try not to go too far down the deep end because I, I want to be respectful of where everybody is at, but there is a spirit of distraction and confusion, right? That's like this heavy fog and haze over the world right now. Okay. Um, Jewel says I do, but it's a divine roller coaster. That's normal. <laughs> that's, that's called, that is called this business. Um, I, I, Shayla, we were talking about that with hip one of the, after the executive, I mean, wasn't that the exact thing they were talking about is just like the grind. I can't, I think that was when the conversation was, but it's literally, that is what this is. It's the grind. And so it's like, that's normal. You're on the right path. Um, so there is absolutely this spirit of, you know, um, of confusion and fear that is, uh, over the country right now. So wherever you're at in the world, I, or in the country, I don't know. I live in a state we're back on lockdown, right? So I could be looking at the news. Like I talked to a couple people today. I, I, knew that we were, that this was going to happen. Um, you know, whatever, a couple of days ago, I checked the news when we were still in Mexico and was like, huh, this is interesting. Other than that, I don't care. It doesn't matter. We're not going to go out to eat. That's fine. Other than that, it's not really going to affect our lives, right? I am so laser focused on my mission, on what I am specifically called to do that it does. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. There's nothing I can do about it. You know, the governor of Oregon, she's not going to listen to me. She's made that very apparent over the last eight months that there is an agenda and that's what they're going to do. And that, that is what it is. And so why waste time and energy getting upset about things that I cannot change. Now, if you have been called to fight those battles, I'm not telling you that that's wrong. You go and do that. I have not been called to fight those battles. I have been called to be a leader in the mental wellness movement. I have been called 
to walk out and bring to fruition this company, Amari Global, being the number one uh, mental wellness company in the world, period. And I cannot do that if I am operating from a place of distraction and confusion and fear. And it's really, really hard. It's really challenging um, because there is such a such a spirit of it uh, that's that's been cast over the country right now. So it's really, really hard to stay in that place um, of, of focus and clarity and not getting pulled into it. But as always, I'm going to um, encourage you, there isn't a, for, for the Zoom, there's no password. They'll come into the meeting room and then I let them in. Okay, Brittany has, says it's asking for a password, passcode, and I gave it to her. Okay. I'll keep Okay. Um, so it, it's hard, but, uh, you just want to be intentional about that. Right. So really like putting all the tools, um, to work right now, because I imagine that it's going to get a little bumpy. Would you guys put bumpy in the chat box? If you feel like there's a pretty good chance, it's about to get a little bumpy. If we look at from now through the rest of the year, probably gonna get a little bumpy. Um, so let's just, let's just expect it and not be blindsided or, or, um, you know, not get drug into the chaos because there's nothing we can do about it. And, and you are a leader and you, um, are divinely called for this mission right here, right now. So let's, let's, let's walk out our purpose. Let's do what we're meant to do. Let's make success non-negotiable. And the things that 10, 20 years from now, we'll be looking back on this time and being like, remember when this crazy thing happened or that crazy thing happened, it didn't deter you from who God called you to be, right? Who's in on that? Drop I'm in in the chat box if you're you're in on not, not getting distracted. Okay, so what I wanted to talk about tonight was the was vision, right? So casting your vision, expanding your vision, and really this idea of taking something from your imagination and bringing it to like, I imagine it like pulling it, like having your paintbrush, right. And painting it on the canvas. And then those things starting to become real, right. Have you guys ever seen that happen? It's like in a cartoon or a movie or whatever. And they're like painting it. And then the thing like hops out of the painting. Like, I want you to think about that with your vision that you have for yourself, your vision that you have for your business, for your life, for your relationships, for all of those things. How do we cast a compelling vision? How do we stretch our mind and stretch our belief? But then also, how do we, how do we make that reality? Right. And I, th I think that is the, you know, for a lot of you guys, I want you to tell me if it's easy for you to dream big. I want you to say, um, you know, easy to dream big in the chat box, or if you struggle with that. If that's something that's a little bit harder, right? Ashley says getting easier. Uh, Sarah says struggle. Shayla is easy. It's a bit hard for me. Struggle, struggle, getting easier. Okay. This is actually really interesting to me. Easy to dream, dream big, harder to make it happen. Uh, Kathy struggle, Noel in the middle, easy to dream big, but executing it where I get tripped up. Okay. And that, that is exactly what we're going to talk about tonight, Keisha. Okay. So those of you that struggle with dreaming big, do you know why? Tell me in the chat box of like, you 
you have, you understand why that that's hard for you, or you have no idea. Grace, somewhat easy. I uh, do not struggle with dreaming big or having, um, letting my mind, letting, having my imagination run wild with daydreaming, with thinking of, you know, possibilities, like absolutely have zero issue with that at all whatsoever. Um, Maddie don't really know why. Um, I don't see the exact road to get there. Okay. That that's part of it is if you think that you are going to see the exact road to get there, it's going to be very difficult for you to dream really big and cast a really compelling, compelling vision. And, I'm, and we're going to actually talk about why. Okay. This is actually really good. I think the way I was raised, but also the roller coaster makes it hard for me to stay solid on the dreams. Okay. Everything always feels like it comes hard for me. Okay. So what I want to uh, really dive into and talk about, I've struggled to hit big goals. So it seems unrealistic and same with Amy. Okay. I think that's what is more my thing mapping out the road because I can definitely daydream and dream big in that regard. Um, so allow yourself. Okay. To when you're casting your vision and you're thinking about what it is that you want to do, right. Allow yourself to go there, allow yourself to think about like what really excites you, right. What really, um, what really motivate or not necessarily motivates you, but what would be super cool and what would be so awesome if this happened or if that happened, or if I could do this, or if I could live in a house like that, like, like absolutely go there, allow yourself to go there, um, and live and operate in that, that place of like imagination and vision. Right. I think a lot of times when it comes to stretching our mind and stretching our vision, we've been told, um, that's not for you. We've been told be quiet. We've been told don't dream big. We've been told that only happens for, you know, those people or special people. Or I want you to tell me like, for we're thinking about like money and massive amounts of money. What is your, like, who has massive amounts of money? I want you to tell me in the, in the comments, like, how did they obtain it in your mind? Like, what's the first thing that pops into your mind? Inheritance. Um, they married money. Um, uh, won the lottery, hard work. Okay. They worked hard, hard work and persistence. Okay. Born into it. That's a farmer right there. <laughs> That's someone who is inundated with, in a, in a space that it's very difficult, um, right now, uh, to bust into, um, hard work, hard work, hard work, connection, uh, wise handling of money, right place at the right time. That's really interesting. My honest belief around this for a long time was, um, inheritance. Cause I saw a lot of people that the only wealth that I really ever saw, like, like, like extreme wealth, it was inheritance. It was old money, family money. Um, I've seen some hard work to be able to be like well off. But when I think about super, super wealthy, it's uh, um, inheritance. So that makes it impossible. 
essentially, because I'm not going to inherit unless there's some long lost relative that I don't know about. I don't have any inheritance coming my way. So then, you know, that's not for me. And if I didn't start to dig into that and really understand what my, I've, I always have believed I could work hard and have enough and have a little bit extra and like live a good life. But when I think about, that's interesting, Kathy, inherited money usually gets lost shortly. That's very interesting. Um, see, that's a belief. That's not necessarily the truth because I don't have that same belief. Isn't that interesting how we have these things that we think are true and their beliefs, they're not true. Um, but it, 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 it really does um, determine what we allow ourselves to visualize, what we allow ourselves to work towards, what we allow ourselves to go towards. So really thinking about like, if you can't cast your vision, right? Like we, we have, we've done dream boards, we've done, or we've done vision boards, we've done vision casting exercises, um, through unlocking unstuck. And if you feel like you've struggled with casting a vision for yourself, I want you to put that in the chat box. Like if you have been with us for, um, you know, for more than, more than a month or so, and you've went through some of those exercises and you feel like you've struggled, I want you to write that in the chat box. Um, and that really comes down to, yeah, struggle with it. So that really comes down to probably some beliefs that you have about yourself. So Maddie, this is what I want you to do. And anyone else that um, is, is, is feeling this, I actually uh, started doing this last night because my vision, Shayla, I think you're on the same page as me. My vision expanded a lot and my, it was there, but my my vision of my personal role and just like my responsibility, it, it really 10 X and I, it really sunk in that there's a massive evolution that has to happen for me in order for me to really do what God's calling me to do. And I understood that very clearly. And I'm like, cool, I love this stuff. So let's get to work. Um, Shayla, you probably felt the exact same way um, after a week in Mexico. Right. So what I do when I go through this process is I write down these two things before I start to vision cast. Okay. So number one, I write down, where am I? Right. So where am I? What do I believe about myself? Right. About my life, about my circumstances, um, and I don't want to read what I wrote to be completely honest with you guys. Cause I'm still, I I'm still kind of like working through this. Um, but I wrote down, uh, I wrote down some, th I don't know. This is like super intimate. Um, okay. I'm going to say this to you guys and this is interesting. This is my ego making me not want to say this to you, but I wrote down, where am I? And I said that I'm mediocre, um, that I'm reserved, that I know that I'm holding back. Um, and that that comes from a place of insecurity and that I'm, um, that I'm average. That's what I wrote down of where I am. That's brutal honesty, right? So you may not think that that's what I think of myself, but when I do this exercise, I'm not doing this to pump up my ego. I want to know what do I truly believe and what do I truly think, right? It's brutal honesty of where am I? 
Um, that part is really, really important. And it's not to be negative. It's not anything like that. But if I can't be true and honest with myself of where I am, then I'm never going to be able to get to the beliefs that got me to that spot um, to help me to rework them to get to where I'm going. Right. So brutal honesty. Okay. Now, I don't think that there's anything wrong with myself and I would be perfectly fine, you know, doing what I'm doing if I didn't want to expand my vision, expand my goals, expand my reach, all of those kinds of things. So where am I? Brutal honesty. And then what beliefs got me here? Right. So what beliefs got me here? So one of the beliefs that I wrote down was I'm lucky to have what I have. Um, I'm as valuable to the extent I produce and do for others that I'm a good speaker and a good motivator and that I can make people feel good, right? So those are the beliefs that I believe got me to where I am, right? So those are some of the beliefs that I hold about myself. Um, then the next part of this is where do I want to go? So where am I? What beliefs got me here? Where do I wanna go? Exceptional, um, confident and secure, um, high self-respect, and uh, 10x income. So I want to 10x my income in my next, you know, version of me. Um, and so the, then the next part of that would be what are the beliefs that are going to get me there? And I look at the beliefs that got me to the point that I am right now. I'm lucky to have what I have. I'm as valuable. I'm, I'm valuable to the extent that I produce and do for others. I'm a good speaker and a good motivator. Um, and I can make people feel good. So I take those beliefs and then what are some beliefs that I have that would be next level beliefs to get me to where I want to go. So I'm worthy of the very best. Um, my worth is not earned. I follow through always. I'm an exceptional leader, right? So those are some of the beliefs that I wrote down. And then I have, you guys are seeing in the inner workings of my crazy little mind told you we were going to go there. Um, then I have these little flashcards. So morning and night, I have these little flashcards and I take these beliefs and I write down, uh, I've got 50 statements that are, I am energized by, I love, I am. So there are statements that are going to help me solidify the beliefs that I need to have in order to step into my next level. Okay. So where am I? What beliefs got me here? Where do I want to go? What beliefs are going to get me there? And then a tactical exercise that you do morning and night making, you know, start with 25 uh, flashcards. Um, so we, I'll give you some of mine. I am God's highly trusted, um, highly anointed beloved daughter. It's easy to be present with my girls. I'm energized by building new relationships. Um, it's easy to set aside uh, work when it's time. My mind is disciplined to be engaged in the present. I have nothing to prove. Boundaries come easy to me. Um, I act and speak with integrity, even with its, even when it's uncomfortable. I have discipline to finish my projects. I find great joy in surrendering to the present moment. My value is not earned by performance, but by God's grace, right? So I, I go through and I write out, um, I am, I'm energized by, I love, and then um, the statements that are going to help me solidify those beliefs to help me get into that next level. Okay. So if you are struggling with 
elevating your vision to the next level, I want you to start with that process of really figuring out like, what are the beliefs that you hold right now? And once you start to unlock some of those, that's going to help you to unlock the ability to dream bigger. Okay. Is that helpful for any of you guys? And I can type this out and do a post on it inside of the group as well, just so that if that was like a quick run through of all of that. Um, but this is like taking your mind and understanding that it's pliable. Our brains are plastic, right? So our beliefs drive everything, right? They drive how we feel, how we show up, how we act, literally everything. Our beliefs are the, are the um, you know, ground zero for all of that. And they're not true, right? A lot of times we think things that we believe are concrete and solid. They're not, they're, they're not real. It's not fact, it's a belief, but that's what's driving um, much of our behavior and our emotions and how we feel and our energy and whether or not we follow through, whether or not we you know, uh, bring things to fruition and all of that. And you really, to, to really go to the next level, to really be, you know, um, a, a, a legendary leader, you have to understand that your brain is pliable. Your brain is plastic. You can rewire it. You can change it. You can maneuver it to be whatever you want or need it to be in order for you to show up and love and serve and produce and do in the way that you want to do, right? That's, that's going to make you live, um, feel like you're living a fulfilling life. You are in the driver's seat. It's not going to be comfortable. Do you think it's, it's, it's not comfortable? I can't believe I just said that stuff out loud. That was not for anyone else to ever see or hear, but like, obviously this is purposeful, right? So it's not a, it's not a comfortable thing. It's not a tear down situation that you're feeling sorry for yourself, but it's also not a rah, rah, like I am amazing. Well, do you really feel amazing? What do you really feel? You've got to be honest with yourself. You've got to be honest with yourself, brutally honest and understand that that just because I say that it's not true because I say that I feel me or I, I believe that I'm mediocre. That's not true, but that's my truth. Right. Or that I feel whatever. It's not necessarily true, but it's my truth in this moment. And I got to own that. Right. So as you're going through that process, I just encourage you to do the same. Um, okay. So, uh, the next part of this is, I think a big reason why people struggle with vision casting and really just like, like, like being able to dream big enough to get you into enough action to be able to see the results in your life is because we often operate out of history I wrote this down, memory and history. Danielle, you wrote in the chat box, I have failed to meet big goals. I love you, welcome to the club. You are not special. <laughs> Any person who has ever attempted anything has missed goals, right? So when that thought pops into your mind, you've gotta, you've gotta understand that it is, it is, a, it's there to torment you. And so if you let that like keep coming up and coming up and coming up and coming up, you have the power to never have that thought again. I've missed massive goals 
that does not, I, it doesn't even enter into my realm of belief that things are not possible for me because there's evidence of me sucking in the past, right? I, I'm going to suck 95% of the time, but there's that 5%. And that's the, that's where I live and operate out of is that 5%. I don't care about the 95% because that's just all experience and there's lessons, right? And I learn and grow and I'm refined and developed from my failures so that every once in a while I can have a success. And that's the reality of it, right? Um, you also have a great success rate. Um, okay, let's see here. Who has a great success rate? I definitely do not have a great success rate. I have a much better failure rate than a success rate. Um, and, and that's okay. You know, like, like don't be disillusioned to think that the people that are winning, that it's just easy for them, right? Oh, it's just easy for them. No, it's not. It's hard. Anything that is worth having is hard, right? That's, that's part of the human experience and it's beautiful and amazing and lean into it. Okay. Um, I was encouraging that they succeeded and can do it. What if they haven't, what if they've never done what they want to do before and they've never succeeded? Does that mean that because they've never succeeded that they never could? That's a lie. You got to call it what it is and say, no, I, I refuse to operate out of memory and history. Do you guys want to know why? Dace and I have had this conversation. I had a really, really, really difficult upbringing. So if I operated out of memory and history and what my life was supposed to look like based off of where I started, and that was all that was possible for me was what I had been exposed to. Um, you know, what my, what my upbringing, what, like, like, like all of those things, or even my success rate earlier in life or whatever, even now, if I look at now and I'm like, man, if I'm only going to be able to have what I've already had or what I already know, and I want to live in that box, my life was going to suck. I should not have had kids, right? I, I wouldn't have had kids if, if it wouldn't have been like God intervening and saying, no, you're going to have kids. I probably wouldn't have had kids because I was operating from a place at that time in my life of memory right? Memory and history. Okay. So for me, I very clearly knew for whatever reason, I believed that it was possible to have something different than what I had experienced or what I knew or what, what, what I didn't ever think it was normal, but what I was exposed to, I knew this is not okay. And I believe I'm capable of creating something different. Right. So if, if that's possible in one area, it's possible in all. Okay. So operating out of a place of memory and history and looking at your track record, right. Or looking at what you've seen around you or what you've seen in the past, it will keep you small. It will keep you small for the rest of your life. It will keep a lid over the top of you. It will keep you frustrated. It will keep you afraid. It will keep you living a small life and definitely not living out your purpose, right? And you do not have to. If you need to watch a YouTube video every single day, I remember a few years ago, I'm gonna share it in the group. There's this um, football player, his name is Inky. And um, 
I could literally start to cry sitting there thinking about this because I watched this YouTube video. This is probably like uh, 2015 when I really made a shift in understanding like my purpose, growing a business, like all of the different things, belief, mindset, and really how to show up, put myself out there, get better at sales, get uncomfortable so that I could live the life I wanted to live. I came across this video um, in a, in a like content challenge that I was doing or something. And it changed my life. It was this uh, football player that was raised, you know, by a single mom lived in a house where like, there was like 10 kids. They had one bed. You would take turns of getting to sleep on the bed. And he worked his ass off um, to get to play uh, you know, whatever to go to a certain high school to get to play football and then go to college to play D division one um, college ball. And in like his first game, he gets tackled and uh, is is loses the ability to use one of his arms. Right. So it's this it's this story of overcoming. Right. Where like if he would have believed that operating out of memory and history and that he couldn't cast a vision and, and show up, right. And do the things, the unreasonable things necessary for him to be able to change his outcome and change his future. And there was so much adversity, right. And if he would have done, he would have been, I mean, he talks about it. He was like, this person went to jail. This person got shot. This per, you know, it was like over and over and over of struggle and hardship and really difficult things. And that was what was normal to him, but he saw it differently, right? It changed my life. So for me, if I had to sit there and watch that YouTube video every single day so that I could get over my own problems and my own insecurities and my own things that, that bothered me or made me feel oh, I'm not good enough or this person's bad. like, who cares? Nobody cares. I realized that nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody's paying attention to anything but themselves. That's the reality of it, right? And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. That that takes some pressure off that it's like, okay, it's all right. It's okay. Everybody's worrying about their, you know, like how big does my nose look? Like, is my hair okay? Um, do they know that I don't know what I'm doing? Do they know that I'm insecure? Like everyone feels that way. So that takes the pressure off of you. But I encourage you to, if you're operating from a place of memory and history, right? Understand that there are people that, they don't have a good memory and history to operate from that. If they did that, like they would be dead or in jail or, you know, whatever, or they would be whatever small thing. That's what they would be doing. And for whatever reason, they were given a vision and decided to operate instead out of mem memory and history, they decided to operate out of vision and imagination right? Vision and imagination. And there are so many successful people. And so why, why I say to like, be able to go on YouTube and watch these videos there, are, if you just go and Google like YouTube motivation or, um, different successful CEOs, um, I think his name is Jack Ma. He created Alibaba. He's got a really remarkable story. Um, uh, there are so many different people that just have these unbelievable stories, unbelievable stories that you're like, how the heck did they do that? How did they push through? How did they persevere? You guys saw the same. It's, it's our belief. They, they, instead of operating out of memory and history, they said, what, what got me to this point 
or, you know, the beliefs that were, were programmed in without me deciding, you know, what those beliefs should be, they're not really the best ones that are going to get me to my next level. And so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, I'm going to decide what I believe, right? I'm going to decide what's true and they're going to operate from, or they operate from an imagination. So I want you to think about this in, um, as you're going through this process and in, you're going through your day to day, like, are you operating from a place of history and memory? I have missed my goals before people have said no before I haven't, um, you know, um, been able to enroll people, uh, you know, wh whatever, whatever yesterday when I did a live, no one watched. I never operate out of memory and history. Never, literally never. I'm always focused on trying to be grounded in the now and focused on the future, right? I try not to focus too much on the future because I can like get a little intense about that, focus on the now and in the future, but I don't operate out of memory and history because that that's done and over with. I take whatever lessons needed to be learned out of that and move forward, but I'm focused on the future or I'm the now in the future. I'm focused on vision and imagination, right? Vision and imagination. So start to think about this of like, as you're going through your day to day, what are you thinking about? What went wrong yesterday? Are you thinking about, um, you know, this happened or this is that way. And that's the way it's always done or been done, or this is how this goes. Or are you focusing on vision and imagination, right? Vision and, an ima and imagination, because that's truly where you can live limitless. You can live and operate in a place of possibilities. You can, yeah, grace and abundance. You can live and, and operate from a place of abundance. And that's available to you. You don't have to ask permission. No one, no one has to tell you, Hey, you can, you can think good, you know, good things now, or you can, um, you can live abundantly now. Like, no, you get to be and operate from a place of abundance all the time. You get to live a limitless, you know, uh, thought life. Now you get to dream about the future now. You get to cast a big vision. Now, what trips us up along the way? A lot of times what keeps us from actually being able to take that, that, that vision, right. To paint it out and, um, and bring it to fruition is we say, okay, I want this thing. I want the house. I want the car. I want the blah, 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 whatever, fill in the blank. And then when it comes to our daily actions, we operate out of memory and history that we divert back to operating from that place of memory and history. So the energy that we bring, how we show up, the things that we do, instead of operating out of that place of vision and an, an imagination and childlike wonder and excitement and positivity, we operate out of history and history. Is this making sense, everybody? <clears throat> yes, Grace, absolutely. Okay. Is, was there anyone that had like a major aha that, <laughs> yeah, Christina, this is blowing my mind. I love it. Okay. Now this isn't something that happens overnight, right? This isn't something that happens overnight. This is a lifelong process. 
So release the expectation to have it figured out all uh, uh, right away, right? That's not going to happen, especially if you do, if every single person that is around you operates from a place of history and memory, right? That's the way it's always been done. This is what we do in this family. This is how we act. This, you know, fill in the blank. If, it, if everybody is operating out of a place of memory and history, it's going to be that much harder for you to, you know, allow yourself to dream. You've probably never been allowed to, right? As an adult, you, you're allowed to have an imagination and dream and, and, and you know, um, be a visionary when you're a kid. And then you become an adult and it's like, grow up. That's not how it works. That nope, people like you don't get to do that. Or that's only for those people, right? And that's how a lot of the world operates, but you don't have to. You get to choose whether or not, maybe don't share your visions and your dreams with people that you know are gonna shut them down. It's not for them. You have a community of people that you get to plug into that are visionaries, right? That are committed to living a big life, committed to you know, dreaming big and all of the things. And you, you know, you, you got to protect those things on some level, right? Okay. Family gets the most uncomfortable when you begin to outgrow the box that they put you in. Yeah. And it's hard. It's really hard, but it is, it comes with the territory. My spirit even related to the related this to me, to my marriage right now, this is a mind blowing perspective shift. I love it. I'd love to say something of transformation. Awesome, Grace. Are you wanting to, you're wanting to unmute and say something? Sure. Yeah. Cause well, earlier, didn't you say something? I feel like you asked a question and it resonated with me. Um, I'm not or, sure what, what, what resonated. Well, I'll just say it. Yeah. Okay. No, I just, um, I mean, pretty much, I'll just say, like, everything you, my gosh, <laughs> everything you always say, like, it, like, I feel like I tell Greg this all the time. I'm like, okay, Greg, so when you hear Cassie, like, that's who I'm going to be, that's who I'm going to be in, like, three months from now, <laughs> like, whatever, like, you just always, like, I don't know, I'm having harder days so it's okay but um I guess just like I you guys have all like really helped me keep believing in myself because I've never done history look at that <laughs> I've never done something like this before <laughs> and but I've always wanted to and it's so uncomfortable sometimes and like every day I just feel like I'm like swatting out like the devil because he's always attacking me but I don't even like talking about him because that's what he likes so really just like well I guess I should say I feel fortunate that I struggle because I know that that means that Satan is trying to keep me from hearing something when you have a lot of like shit excuse my French and like crap in your head like that means that there's something like blatantly in front of you that like he's probably trying to keep from you so 
like I know that I was gifted like it's so obvious to me with this like spirit of discernment and that's like my story Cassie like that's that's just what I keep doing and I think oh I've I've hit a good place but I just experienced these like breakthroughs multiple times a day and uh anyway so I've had I I've I had a little bit of a rougher week last week like when you guys were all in Mexico like just a lot of panic attacks but I'm like no like there's still this voice in my head that's like you know that this isn't your truth you're not behind you you're not overwhelmed by everything you just need to calm your mind because noise I just have noise 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 and it doesn't it really doesn't matter so I just wanted to say whatever I just said (laughs) no it's good grace and I think looking back at you know where you were several months ago to now you're a different person and and one thing that you said that I think is really important is you said So you said, whatever I'm saying that that's where you're going to be in three months from now. And so that's like believing for a bigger vision, right? And, and that really is what you have been so focused on and so dedicated to, you know, bringing into reality and bringing into fruition. I want to say something because I, I, I think this is really important. Okay. Um, earlier today, I was having uh, a rough day. I literally was like brain dead when I was thinking about doing this call tonight. I'm like, I literally do not know. I don't feel that there is a valuable thought in my mind. And I didn't think I was going to have the energy. Um, and I had, I have my one-on-one coaching call with my coach, um, on Mondays. So before this call in the afternoon, I have my one-on-one coaching call. And so we went through, you know, and I, I wasn't going to say anything. And I ended up saying, yeah, I'm kind of in a funk. I don't know what's going on. And we talked Mm -hmm. through this whole process, did some like prayer intercession, you know, like did some work and I was completely refreshed. Right. And one of like, like it's a complete you know, again, you're having mental breakthroughs and you can feel like I'm on a roller coaster because it was a bad day, then a good day, then, you know, like you're just on a roller coaster. It can be that way in your business. It could be that way in anything. But what I want to say to you, Grace, your next level is going to come when you're pouring into people, when you're taking, so it's the learn, do, teach. Okay. Mm -hmm. Learn, do, teach. So you're at a point right now where you really need to be taking this stuff and pouring it into others and seeing them have that transformation. That's the only like next step for you that I see period. Yeah. And a lot of you guys that are on the, on these calls. Um, and if you're feeling a little bit stuck or feeling a little bit like, like what, how do I, how do I make this stick? You take what you're learning, you apply it on yourself, and then you go show some, you go show someone else, you go run a group with five people in it and you show up and you be the leader and you bolster yourself up and you say, this is the, this is the process. You know, you share Mm -hmm. your, I cannot believe I shared that, but I can you share the inner workings of your mind and you share your vulnerability, but you be a voice of hope and reason right? And you do that for others. That truly, truly, truly is the secret sauce to making this stuff stick 
That's why you're here, right? That's part of your purpose. You're not just here for me to pour into you, for you to be a bucket, an empty bucket for, for you know, me to show up, pour into you and you to go on throughout the rest of your week, empty out your bucket and then come back and be like, thanks, Cassie, fill me up again. That's not why you're here. You are here because you feel called to serve others. I want you to put that in the chat box. I feel called to serve others. Now that can look a lot like a lot of different things. It can mean serving others in business. It can mean serving others with these products. It can mean serving others, you know, um, in, in whatever way, right? It can look different, but that's why you're here. Like the way that Shayla is called to serve people is different than the way that, um, uh, uh, let's see here, the way that Donna or Brittany, right? The way that you guys are called to uh, serve people or Danielle is called to serve people. It's not a one size fits all, but that's why you are here. So you take what you need out of this. You take whatever for yourself, you go and apply it. And then you go pour that out into other people. Um, Kristen said that um, sharing in my group has changed my life, right? So she's taken what she's learned in all the different aspects of her transformation. And she shares that. Here's the food that I learned how to make. Here's the exercises that I learned how to do. Here's the mindset shifts that I've learned how to make. And she takes and she goes and she pours that into others. That will be when you pivot in your story, in your transformation, when you really start to step into that next level of leadership, it will be when you start sharing what you're, what you're learning with other people, point blank, end of story. Right. So for Shayla, um, with, with you, like, like, well, uh, talk about what that's looked like for you, Shayla, that's kind of putting you on the spot, but I feel like it's, um, it's purposeful. <laughs> well, I put, Leroy, I put Leroy down. So I kind of missed some of it. Um, but you're basically asking like how I share like my journey with other people. Well, not necessarily your journey, but so, so what I'm saying here is that when, when you want to take the things that you're learning, right. And you want to take this mindset work and you, you want it to stick, right. You want to get to the next level, the next step in your vision. So you're taking your vision and you're pulling it into reality. You are called to serve others. So the path to getting there is not going to be by you showing up, getting poured into, and then going on about your life. No, the path is going to be when you step into a position of leadership, right? And you are now the mentor, even if it's to one person who maybe doesn't even want to be mentored, right? And they're like, why do you keep telling me all this stuff? You know, we all got to start with that one person. And then it grows and evolves from there for you to have the confidence and belief for you to grow and develop and you to start to, you know, have the mindsets and beliefs stick. But the way that Danielle is going to, you know, serve people is going to look different from the way that Donna and Grace and you serve people. But I, I know for you, like that's been a big part of your journey is like showing up and, and serving people and leading, like stepping into leadership. Well, and you, you, it is the, the learn, do teach or whatever, because you guys, when I look at my team and I see you guys going live, and I see you guys succeeding and I see you guys taking action. You have no idea 
what that does to me. Like I, I get very emotional about it because I never dreamed I could have a team like this before. Um, and the, the best way for you to get your confidence is to do the work is to build your business and help other people. Like Cassie said, even just one person, because it it will elevate you so much and it will help you keep pushing forward to find the next person and the next person. And something that I do and I tell myself all the time is, especially after this week, if somebody doesn't see my vision or they really don't have much of a vision for themselves and they aren't willing to get unstuck, like move on, go to the next person. You have to keep moving forward because this train is moving and it's going fast and you you just don't want to wait around for people. So you building that vision and then pouring into other people truly will build your confidence and keep, it's not always going to be easy, right? There's, there's off days, but my team that I've created and that I'm going to continue to create, like doing the work and serving those people, it is life-changing it, and it's, it doesn't even become about you anymore. Um, it really doesn't. It's about them. And after this week, meeting the, the corporate team and being around these visionaries literally makes me want to work 10 times harder for everybody on my team so they can meet those people too. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know if that's what you wanted, but that's like, really, I feel like how I feel about what I'm doing. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it right there. Instead of sitting on it, right. Which, which again, like to whatever degree that that looks like, instead of sitting on it, taking it and then pouring that into others, right. Mm -hmm. And, and going out and making a difference in other people's lives that will be where the next level of your vision starts to feel more real. And that painting starts to come alive, right? So stop operating from a place of history and memory, because it's probably not serving you. I don't know about you guys. I know about me. Like it just, for me, I honestly have always felt very lucky in this sense. Um, Dace and I have talked about this a lot because he had a, a very good upbringing and it is much easier for me to be open to knowing that I don't know anything. So knowing that I need to learn and grow because I very much knew that I, I, I knew nothing that anything that felt like memory or history to me was the absolute wrong thing to do. So I do not operate from a place of memory or history. And I'm always, you know, like operating from a place of growth and vision. So I don't know where any of you guys stand on that, but I would bet there's some of you that very clearly know that what you, what is memory and history, it is the exact, like exact opposite <laughs> of what you want and what is normal or good or whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm sure that that resonates with some of you. Some of you you may, that may not be your story and that may not be your experience. And so you may have to dig a little bit deeper, right? Into that and being like, then sometimes that can be painful to pull into some of the beliefs that you have and look at things from a, di a different perspective and, um, you know, start to be like, well, maybe my history isn't quite as reliable as I thought it was, right? Maybe the blueprint that I, thought that I had isn't actually going to give me what I want. And sometimes that can be painful, right? 
Um, so you have to do the work to figure that out and dig into that. Again, I feel very blessed that I had a real messed up childhood. So, you know, I mean, it's real easy for me personally. Uh, and that's a perspective thing. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see here. It sounds like you're blessed with discernment to stop there. Yeah, it definitely was function from history and memory. And you just have to catch it and know that you're never going to be perfect, but it's never going to get you, uh, you know, a, a, a grand, big, bold life. And you have the choice every single day to decide what do you want? Do you want more of the same? Do you want something different? If you want something different, you're going to have to not operate out of a place of memory and history. Um, I refuse to operate out of memory and history. I want to operate out of vision and imagination. Uh, that would be a Cassie Woods quote right there. <laughs> that, that definitely came straight from me. So sounds pretty profound, typed out like that. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Absolutely, Christina. Anytime. That's, I love it. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So uh, the send off from this call tonight, um, cause we talked about two different things, right? So if you are in a place where you're having a hard time visualizing what you want and why this business is important and the impact that you want to make and the beautiful house that you're going to live in, you know, and you really in your spirit feel like it's possible for you to achieve and earn that. And the thousands of people that are on your team and the outfit that you're going to be wearing when you're speaking on stage or, um, you know, where you're going to be traveling to what country, um, you're going to be traveling in and what the faces of the little kids that you are doing a mission project with, or the, you know, charity that you're contributing to, and you get to go there and you get to, um, do the work, right. Uh, wherever that is. And you're thinking about what are the faces and the smiles um, on the kids' faces, wherever you go, like whatever your thing is, right? doesn't matter to me. If you're maybe thinking about I, I, my imagination is running wild here. I'm like seeing Shayla and she's like, she's like got her hair in a ponytail. She's got some jeans on. And um, there is a, there's like a 13 year old girl that's pulling up in like a car and the caseworker is coming up with this girl and Shayla's walking up there and she's got a big old smile on her face and everything's all like calm and peaceful. I hear some birds chirping. The breeze is kind of going through and Shayla is there to um, bring that girl in and welcome her into her farm that is a safe haven for uh, people that have been sex trafficked. Right. So I can see what that looks like. Maybe Shayla's going to think about what shirt she's wearing. I'm seeing like the yellow that says mama. It's like something like that, you know, and, and you're visualizing, what does this look like? What is my dream? What is it I want to do? Right. I can tell you the house, the furniture, like all of the things, the backyard, like everything. Like I know all of the things. <laughs> it was that exact vision. Stop it. Stop it. Was it really? Is that weird or is that weird? It's pretty crazy. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, that's really weird. And, and Kathy has a has a vision just like that too. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be a teamwork thing. <laughs> yes, um, it is how he works, Donna. Absolutely. 
Um, Christina, yes, of course. But if you're having a hard time really getting into detail and visualizing and thinking through all of those different things, and you're like, well, I just don't know, right? Then I want you to go through that process. And even if you're not having a problem with that, like I would encourage you to go through that process of where am I? What beliefs got me here? Where do I want to go? What beliefs are going to get me there? Make some flashcards. I just took some white paper, cut it up into these little squares, and then went through and wrote out, I am, I'm energized by, I love all of the beliefs that I felt like I needed to have in order to be able to walk out my vision for my life, right? And then morning and night, I'm looking through, I'm saying those things out loud, or if I want to be quiet, you know, um, I'm saying them in my mind so that I can start to reprogram those beliefs that need to be reprogrammed in order for me to step into that vision. So that's one part of this. And the second part of this is really starting to notice like your emotions and how you feel, whether you get frustrated, um, whether you are excited, you know, um, I always think about like childlike, childlike joy and enthusiasm. And for me, that is, I like strive to have that as much as possible, childlike joy and enthusiasm and have fun and laugh and like just be amazed and in awe of things like a child is. That's something that matters to me, right? Is important. And that only comes when we're operating from a place of imagination and visualization, right? So to be able to have, um, you know, uh, in like enthusiasm, even if things aren't going your way, right. Then that's going to come from imagination and visualization, right. To stay enthusiasm, enthusiastic, enthused, whatever the word is enthused. Um, even if things aren't going your way, that's going to come from, um, you know, imagination and visualization, uh, and not from operating out of memory and history. When we have those, usually, usually when we have those um, down emotions, it's because we are focusing on memory and history and we have negativity bias in our minds that we remember the worst, right? So if you're focusing on memory and history, nine times out of 10, you're going to be focusing on like a smaller version right? Or a more negative version because we have negativity bias and that's how our brain is programmed. So just realizing that and moving away from it as much as possible. Cool.